Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's continue with 1 Corinthians 15. Yesterday we read verse 23. I'll read that again and get us a running start into verse 24. But each in his own order, meaning those will be made alive in Christ. Christ the first fruits, afterward at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, when he abolishes all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign until he puts all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be abolished is death. For God has put everything under his feet. Now when it says everything is put under him, it is obvious that he who puts everything under him is the exception. When everything is subject to Christ, then the Son himself will also be subject to the one who subjected everything to him, so that God may be all in all. This passage is massive and transcendent, and we're going to spend the next few days unpacking it. I want to start by giving you background for what he quotes in verse 27, about God putting everything under the feet of Christ. We're going to go to Psalm 8, and then tomorrow we're going to look at Hebrews, which also gives this heavily Christological teaching about like where Christ ranks you know, in his life on earth and now having ascended to the right hand of God. But let's go back to the let's go back to the Old Testament context for what's at the center of this teaching, in which Christ, in his resurrection, returns and he hands the kingdom over to God. That's verse 24. Then comes the end when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father. And it talks about Christ then ascending to the utmost of his authority. And this spirit of the air, as the devil's referred to, has been given dominion over the earth. Remember when in Matthew chapter 6, when the devil tempted Jesus and tried to give him, he was, he was trying to tempt Jesus with some of his authority that he's been given? He is this ruler of the spirit of the air. He's the ruler of this age, as he's also, as also described in Revelation. He's, he's been given some dominion here. See also the book of Job, where the devil is given dominion. He's given the ability to, to, to preside over things. He's given the, the freedom to tempt us within, within a certain uh, extent. But guess what? That comes to an end. All of that rule, all of that authority comes to an end. That refers as well to earthly governments. All these governments of the earth, they're all going to give an account before God. All the justice systems of every nation is going to stand before the ultimate justice one day. This is when God puts everything under Jesus' feet. And this is a quote from Psalm chapter 8. So here's the background. Here's Psalm 8, quoted in 1 Corinthians 15. Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. You have covered the heavens with your majesty. From the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have established a stronghold on account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the avenger. See, the devil's forthcoming, forthcoming ruin was prophesied even in the Psalms, centuries before the Roman Empire was even formed, centuries before crucifixion was even thought of. When I observe your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you set in place, what is a human being that you remember him? A son of man, that's a lowercase son, by the way, a son of man that you look after him. You made him little less than God and crowned him with glory and honor. You made him rule over the works of your hands. You put everything under his feet, all the sheep and oxen, 
as well as the animals of the wild, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea that pass through the currents of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. It's an ancient prophecy that praises God for his absolute magnificence, having created everything that exists, Having given mankind some dominion, see Paul is drawing upon this same, uh, this same oscillation from Adam, for in Adam we all die, but in Christ we're all made alive. God gives mankind dominion over creation in Psalm chapter 8. But then here, it's quoted in 1 Corinthians 15 referring to Christ, wherein Christ currently will allow and watch and observe orchestrating all things according to his perfect foreknowledge, exercising his absolute sovereignty at the end of days and the return of Christ, when every authority that exists, every tongue in heaven and on earth and under the earth will one day bow and confess that Jesus is Lord. Everything's going to be put under his feet. That's where Psalm 8 takes a different turn. Psalm 8 is quoted in 1 Corinthians 15, referring to Christ putting everything on, uh, God putting everything under Christ's feet. We're going to unpack this further in the coming days, but let it serve as an absolution for you that one day it's all going to be under the feet of Christ. Everything's going to be placed under him, that everything that is wrong is one day going to be made right. Every injustice will one day be put under the feet of Christ, where absolute justice will reign forevermore. Everything that has ever been wrong will have to answer to Jesus. That sounds incredible, especially as we've studied the Gospel of John. We've gotten to meet Jesus. We've encountered Jesus in the text. And isn't he incredible? Isn't he merciful? Isn't he loving? Isn't he kind? He's the one who would miraculously heal the man born blind in John chapter 9. That's the one under whose feet everything will rest. He's the man who would heal those who were sick. He would resurrect even those who were near death or even even dying. See the centurion's servant. Like he would ruin a funeral by resurrecting the young boy so that the widow would have her son back. That's the one under whose feet everything would rest. He would feed the thousands. He would walk upon the water. He's the good shepherd. He's the bread of life. He's the living water. It's under his feet that everything will be placed. You're going to be okay. Let this text for now serve as an ultimate absolution. Everything's going to be placed under his feet one day. And I can think of no one better to preside over all of history than Jesus.